Hello and welcome to Adipod, a podcast by the Australian Taxpayers Alliance. I'm your host, Emilio Garcia. Today, we sat down to talk about the media's anti-vaping hysteria and what it means for the vaping industry, as well as for public health. Please enjoy the episode and stick around after the episode to learn more about the Australian Taxpayers Alliance. Please enjoy. Okay, here we are once again in the Australian Taxpayers Alliance office. G'day. G'day, g'day. Um, so we, oh, sorry, I, I'm not introduced. Can you, can you please introduce yourself, uh, yourself to our audience? Yeah, well, it's Andrew Cameron. I'm from House of Vape. Oh, great. Thank you so much for being here with us. And uh, vape, that's something that <laughs> I'm sure no one's heard of recently. No. Uh, we, we're, we want to get together and talk about this specifically because the, the media attention on vaping has just gotten completely out of control. It really has very little footing, if any footing, in reality. And so we, I mean, we're, we'll talk a little bit about the media aspect of it, but let's just let's just get at the core of the issue, which is the facts. Mm. Now, the facts are they right? What's being reported in the media is it correct? They're right that six vapors died. Mm. What they're wrong about is uh, that what, what they're doing is they're deliberately pointing to six deaths that were caused as a result of people accessing black market products, right, uh, and street bought essentially bin juice mm. uh, and saying, see, vaping kills. Well, no, the black market kills. That's right. The black market killed when we've made uh, alcohol illegal. Uh, it kills in the drug, you know, when it comes to uh, drugs, it kills in all kinds of ways. Uh, these people were accessing dodgy products yep. made by criminal syndicates that had uh, vi- vitamin E oils in vape liquids, like thicken them up, essentially. Right. That's what killed them. Mm. Legal nicotine vaping liquids and non-nicotine vaping liquids that are produced properly and produced uh, meeting basic standards have not killed people. A single person? No. The only person that died was a toddler who drank nicotine liquid that wasn't in childproof packaging because, again, it was stuff that was bought online through, you know, some dodgy retail. Like, this is what happens when you don't have standards and and, and basic regulations. Right. And the only way that you get these standards and regulations is to fucking legalize the product. Yes. No, absolutely. And... So, so uh, talking about this, so we, we've seen these uh, six or six people, seven people, six, six people that have died so far, and the media is really, really blowing it up. Basically, yep. keep your kids away from it. Yep. Uh, a few countries are considering banning it completely. Uh, Australia would ban it if it weren't already illegal. Yep. So, what is what did this really mean? For, for for the industry at the moment, because I, I you know before it was hard because of the regulations. But now, what's what's been the actual impact? Decimation. Yeah, I mean, what's been the impact so far? And you have a first-hand knowledge of this, so do you want to tell us a little bit about uh, kind of what the day-to-day is like uh, after all of this uh, media coverage? Yeah, most definitely. Look, I've, I've been in business for since February, so it's only a short time in the mm. store that I'm in, but I've had a good understanding of, of and growth over that time. Yep. But over the last sort of four to five weeks, I've noticed a significant drop in the B. I mean, it's nearly 47%. I've got... Wow. systems that, that show me what we've been doing and although it's a relatively small new business right. we were having incremental increases from the day we opened right. to then now have this dramatic drop 
Um, so it, it does, it really, really hurts. It makes you worry. And I know that I'm not the only shop and, and, and retail vendor out there right. that are having issues. They all are. That's right. Well, uh, well uh, the Australian Taxpayers Alliance obviously uh, has a campaign which is legalized vaping. And firsthand, we've been told by several people that people are just terrified of vapes now. Yeah. And a, a company that was thriving and doing well is struggling. Is struggling. And actually, I think and, and, someone and, told you that, that they actually, some people have come in and asked for refunds on their Yeah. Vape. So, so uh, just, just talking about the Australian vaping industry, it's all made up of small businesses. You know, they're, they're owner operators. They might have two or three vape shops, maybe five if they're, if they're some of the big guys. Mm. Uh, but they're all people that started with one shop right. uh, or an online store. They're all small businesses. They're the businesses that, uh, you know, make up the backbone of Australian industry. Um, and about 20 to 30% of a vape shop business is what's called new business. So these mm. are people coming in to buy what's called a starter kit. And those are kits for people who have never vaped before. They get everything. They get their vape. They get their liquid. They get, you know, their filters mm. and all that kind of stuff. And they're on their way. That's about 20 to 30% of a vaping shop's business. Okay. That's all but stopped because right. people who buy vaping kits are smokers and people who are thinking about switching to vaping are now seeing news saying vaping kills and vaping does this and the other. True. So they're sticking with cigarettes. Now that benefits the government because they're paying you know seven ten oh, yeah. billion dollars in tobacco taxes, but it's you know harming their health and it's going to kill two and three users. And let's talk about that for a second because sure the people who would have uh, switched to vaping are not sticking with cigarettes. The implications of that aren't minimal. No. Right. So why don't we talk a little bit about the actual health implications of people sticking with cigarettes. Yeah, so all right, let's, let's just talk about cigarettes versus vaping. Uh, in your average cigarette, there's over 7,000 chemicals that get released when you burn a cigarette. Mm. Uh, when Tasty. You, mm, yum. <laughs> when you light a, a cigarette, uh, the burning of the leaf creates all kinds of carcinogens and, and tar. Those are the cancer-causing agents. In a vape, you have three main ingredients, which would be propylene glycol, vegetable glycerin, which is a food product, and a flavoring. The fourth ingredient will be nicotine liquid, if mm. people want nicotine. Right. Uh, but that's about it. Now, when you burn those products, sure, you get you know some different chemicals, but they're far in excess less than the amount of chemicals that you get from smoking a cigarette. Right. It's at least 95% less harmful. Uh, but as a result of this fake news that's circulating around, people are sticking to something that kills two in three users long-term. 52, right. 52 Australians every day die because of smoking. 1,300 people every day around the world die because of smoking. That's right. Each year it's 7 million. And by attacking vaping, you're, you're relegating people who have tried to quit, they've tried patches, they've tried gum. I've met people that have tried fucking hypnotherapy mm. and they're not quitting. And vaping was a way off for them or mm. potentially a way off for other smokers and we're relegating them back to cigarettes. Yeah. No, well, it's, it's insane and it seems to be the only method. Uh, well, maybe I shouldn't say the only method. It seems to be probably the best method so far. There's evidence that, that indicates it's the most successful. The most successful out of, out of most, and it doesn't work for everyone, but no, it's it doing some real good. We were doing a live stream earlier about this, and we had people uh, write into, uh, in the comment section, telling us about their experience with vaping. Mm -hmm. We had tons of people. Uh, over saying, 250 people commenting about yeah. how it helped them quit, how they'd smoked for, you know, more than 10 years yeah, or more than seven 36 years. 36 years. And we've got some of our websites and our, yeah. our social media platforms yeah. and the responses have been overwhelming. Yeah. In all, in, in the same sort of message that it's helped them, that it's been the only way. So, yeah, it's definitely very good. Yeah, no, 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 it, it's, it's incredible. And, uh, I mean, it just, it's just one, one of the, it's one of those things that seems 
so counterintuitive because, I mean, here's one of the things that I kind of consider. What you have is two thirds of, of smokers long-term dying from consuming that product. Here, how long has, has vaping been around as a concept now? Uh, oh, so vaping, in here in Australia, vaping's probably been around for maybe seven. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think in a know, primitive state, in a seven. very primitive state, about seven, seven years. Yeah. Vaping in, as, a, as a product that you know now, right. probably, it started about 15 years ago. Yeah. Uh, so just on, on some basic history, uh, yeah. there was a Chinese pharmacist who was addicted to smoking. He wanted to come up with a way to essentially get nicotine, uh, but not be smoking. Okay. Uh, and he created an e-cigarette. And the first e-cigarettes literally were a plastic thing that looked like a cigarette. They had a bit of nicotine that good that would heat up and right. inhale a vapor. And that was about 15 years ago. It's evolved from there. Mm -hmm. And millions of people have picked up on it. About 50 and million people worldwide. That's right. And so my only consideration here would be, even if those seven million de uh, seven deaths, the, seven, the six deaths that we've seen so far, even if those had been directly linked to the legal vaping liquids, yeah. that would still be an incredibly good viable alternative yeah. to smoking. Yep. Because mm -hmm. six in 15 years for millions of users. Versus seven million this year alone. Exactly. That's, a, that's an easy decision. If you, can, if you tell me like, hey, here's this product. You can have this. This, killed, uh, this is going to kill 1,300 people today. And this one, a bad version of this one, will kill, seven will kill six people probably up. In the, in the next 15 years. Yeah. What, uh, Which one would you prefer? Yeah. yeah. Uh, make a choice. <laughs> hmm. A bit of a hard decision, that one. <laughs> exactly. what, but this is the thing. Okay, so let's, just, let's just assume that they didn't access black market products, that they yep. bought, you know, vaping liquids that, that meet FDA standards, mm -hmm. and those are the liquids that cause an issue and kill them. Seven deaths. So there are about 40 million smokers in America. Half a million of them die every year because of smoking-related illnesses. There are 10 million vapors in America. Best case scenario if you're an anti-vapor is that these people access a legally produced product that met right. standards, which we know isn't the case. Right. Seven of, uh, six or seven of them died. Right. It's, it, it, no matter which way you cut it, the argument doesn't stack up. That's right. No, and, and, and if it does, you'd have to essentially ban everything. Yeah. I mean... I must probably Kraft macaroni and cheese has killed six people at Yeah, I mean, exactly right. someone's probably exactly. choked on a ho ho. Exactly. Right? <laughs> yeah. Maybe more than maybe more than six. Yeah. <laughs> How many people do bathtubs kill every year? Right. Like a lot. One of the motor vehicle accidents. Like, like it's just it, it, you can just keep thing. going and going. It's we as a society, uh, you know, agree on repute, uh, on risk proportionate uh, legislation. That's and, right. And, yeah. and, you know, balancing risk versus reward and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So the reward is you, that you get away from cigarettes. The risk is that one day you wake up, you're really stupid, and you buy, you know, uh, black market THC liquids from some dodgy person, right. and it kills you. Right. Yeah. I know what I'd choose. Yes. Also, just don't, you know, don't do that illegal thing. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I mean, you know, I never thought I'd have to say this, but hey, don't, don't buy uh, products from criminals. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't buy products from criminal, the criminals that are chemicals that you're going to put in your body. Yeah. That's it. That seems to me a pretty good rule of thumb. Yeah. Your mom would approve yeah. of yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Very good rule. Exactly. Uh, but look, the flow on effect is that vaping shops here are hurting. Uh, yeah. I had, a, I had a vape shop owner call me at 10 o'clock on a Saturday night to be like, look, mate, I haven't sold a new starter kit in like three weeks. I'm down, you know, Jesus. thousands. 
and he runs a shop in regional Australia. It's mm. him and one employee. Mm. Uh, you know, that hurts. Yeah. Bigger really. vape shops can sort of take the hit, weather out the storm, but it's the really small guys that are the ones getting crushed. Well, and it's, I mean, that's tragic in and of its own right, but I mean, how about the people that are not getting those products that would as well incrementally? As, yeah. I mean, it's not even, maybe it's people that uh, would not start smoking because they think the vaping's kind of cool and their friends do it, and so they just never feel the need, or people that need to quit. People mm. that really say, you know what, I'm starting to have some health issues here. I really should start moving away from this. Like this guy, yeah, that, that, decre that decrease in sale are people that are not going to save their own life. Yeah, and the stock standard response from health bureaucrats and people that don't care about smokers and things like that is, oh, just quit. Just give it up. <laughs> well, we now have the most expensive cigarettes in the world. They go up by 12.5% every year. They have grotesque images on them of dying people and gangrenous feet and all this kind of stuff. There's ads telling you it's going to kill you. Yeah, you get shunned. Disgusting. At airports, they have literal cages outside that are just for people to go and smoke in. Yeah. And yet, smoking rates haven't reduced. In New South Wales, they actually went up. Right. Uh, illicit tobacco trade is going through the roof. Of course. Uh, the money from illicit tobacco trade actually helps ISIS. Like, at some point, we've got to turn around and go, maybe telling people to quit won't work. And also, you failed. Like, and you failed, yeah, and you failed. need to own that failure yeah. and allow a different product that we know is helping uh, accelerate quit, quit rates. So in, a, in the UK, uh, they're saying that quit rates are, uh, are increasing faster than they've ever seen. They just happen to have legalised vaping. So I wonder yeah. what might be driving that. Who could in New Zealand, yeah. you know, smoking rates are dropping something like 10 times faster than here in Australia. That's amazing. They have legal vaping. I wonder why that might be. Mm. And what they're doing here is, is also kind of sick because I think once you see cigarettes at this price, you've kind of priced the casual smokers out of the market. People who are like, eh, I don't really like it, but maybe I'll go and have a Ziggy now and then. It's just not worth it financially anymore. All the people that are really going, I don't want to say all of them, but a, probably a significant chunk, are the people who are addicted to cigarettes. Yeah. And they, they buy it not because they are like, oh, you know, I, I want to, this to be bad for me. I just like it. No, it's like they can't stop. And they do. They get the shits every time they hand that money out, but they hate it. Oh, it's course. a cost. It's a, it's, they know the effect that it has on their health and all of that. But they but just can't. They just can't. Right. It's that simple. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's also, a, I believe it's called the, the hardened smoker theory, which is essentially mm. you can reduce smoking rates to a certain point by educating the public, you know, by having social pressures on them, mm. increasing taxes, all that kind of stuff. Yes, there's a proportion of people who smoke for whatever reasons and they will be able to switch to something else or quit with relative ease. Right. But then you have what's called the hardened smoker and they're just addicted. That's right. It's a habit. They're addicted to nicotine. They get withdrawal symptoms. They have life stresses. They've got mental health issues. Mm. You know, they live in regional communities where they can't access uh, other alternatives as yeah. easily. They're just going to be smoking. And, and it's proven by the fact that nothing we've done in the last half a decade has done anything to significantly reduce smoking rates. That's right. And, and uh, why don't we talk about some of the other alternatives that are being put forth by the guy? Because they, they, they seem, you know, oh, just quit, as you said. Just, you know, just quit. Don't be silly. Just, Try uh, patches and gum. Yeah, just stop smoking. It's fine. Um, patches and gum. Yeah. How, how, how are those working out? Uh, well, so we actually surveyed uh, a bunch of vapors. About 3,500 of them filled out our survey. Mm. Uh, the vast majority of them smoked for more than 10 years, and they tried more than three different quit methods. So they tried patches. Oh. It didn't work. They tried gum. It didn't work. They tried Champix, which is a tablet that blocks off uh, your nicotine receptors, essentially. That didn't work. 
vaping was the only thing that worked for them. Now, there were some that vaping didn't work for them either. Yeah. Uh, but it's clearly more successful than these products. Right. Uh, and smokers try them. I, I've not met a single smoker that hasn't tried at some point one of those mm. methods or cold turkey or, you know, pouring a glass of milk or whatever <laughs> Victoria tells you to do. Which is literally just for for for. I'm not making that up. They literally tell you if you, uh, as a tip for trying to quit smoking, if if you feel like having a cigarette, pour a glass of milk instead. Pour a glass of milk, mm -hmm. or move your furniture around, or do a dance. Or do a, do a dance. <laughs> yeah, do the doggy. <laughs> no, it's it's unbelievable. So so they're they're not really successful. Some people have managed to get themselves off of smoking yeah. with patches or with gum or that other uh, method that you described. But it's not really something that you can replicate. It seems with much success across populations but what we're seeing with with uh, with vapes this is different higher right success i mean rate. yeah much higher success rate with vape but it, with the success rate here is actually we can actually kind of measure it countrywide it seems yeah for sure. we're places that have said yes it is legal for you to do something that is less harmful to you than something Smoking that rights drop yes and here and, and they significantly don't. yes so so what what were we seeing in uh, in in the uk and in, and in New Zealand, you guys So in the UK, that? they credit vaping with, with contributing to more than 20,000 new quits per year of cigarettes. So that's 20,000 people every year that are no longer smoking. Uh, their smoking rates are declining faster than they've seen in a long time. I think faster than ever, but I'll, I'll double check that. Uh, right. New Zealand, their smoking rates, uh, quit rates rather, are, are, are accelerating. Uh, and yet, you know, health bureaucrats here say, oh, well, but vaping might be a ramp onto smoking for teens or, you know, it could be attractive for kids. Well, that's not happening in the UK. It's not happening in New Zealand. The only country where you've seen an increase in youth vaping has been in America, but that's because they completely screwed the pooch on how they approach this right. as a regulatory model. Yeah. You know, you had Instagram influencers, you know, yeah. advertising jewels and all that kind of oh, stuff. Oh, and you can get them in the mail. And you can get them in the mail. Like, you just, yeah. yeah that was silly. Yeah, that was it was silly. silly and thing there's no consistency do. between the states over there. Right? Yeah. It's not just a blanket thing. There's some states over there and some of them. Oh, right. I can't get it here in my state, but I'll just go online. I can get it from Albuquerque. <laughs> <laughs> here it is. Yeah, no, and there's no verification of your age. Mm -hmm. and there's, no, there's nothing. So obviously it was going to be. But here's one of the things that's also, um, you, you mentioned that there are people saying that there would be kids who would try vaping and then switch to smoking. Yeah. And I want anyone to think of that logic and say, hmm, I don't know if I don't know if our, our entire audience has vaped, but when you vape, it doesn't really hit your throat very hard. It generally has very pleasant flavors, and if mm -hmm. not, it just kind of tastes like water. Mm -hmm. And then you blow out, and that's it. Oh, that's done. Exactly. And it smells nice too. Mm -hmm. it, it, it's a, it's an okay experience. So Some contrast like that with cigarettes. That's they right. Stink. They permeate your clothes with all kinds of gross. And think smells. of the first time you did it. That, oh that, yeah, it was feral. Oh, it was horrible. Yeah, it, I mean, I, I thought <laughs> I, I thought my throat was gonna fall out of my of my neck. Yeah. It was awful, and, and it, it costs a bomb. Yes, yeah. and so you're telling me that kids are gonna go from mm, this is kind of fun and tastes like uh, cherry and uh, is you know very cool and won't kill me, but you know what, cigarettes, yeah. those that's those what that's what ones. I want because yeah. they taste very bad and they hurt my throat. Yeah. And they uh, are going to kill me if I yeah. keep doing it. And I, I use my, my daughter as an example. She's 18, yep. never had a cigarette in her life, doesn't have a desire to. Right. She works alongside me, vapes with me, enjoys yeah. it. But there is no way in the world she would ever, ever contemplate picking up a cigarette. It just wouldn't happen. Of course. Because why ever would you make such a decision <laughs> in your life? <laughs> There's no logic to it. There really isn't. So I think, I mean, 
we could just basically wrap this up to all of the media that we're seeing surrounding vaping mm -hmm. is misleading, strongly so, and they're creating a hysteria that is absolutely unwarranted Agreed. by a number of measures. Not only that, vaping is 95% healthier. At least 95%. At least, least 95%. Yes. Some, some go up to 97%. Yep. Important. And when legalized in certain countries, we see an acceleration in quit rates. When legalized and legislated properly as well, you also don't see deaths. That's right. Correct. So, so what, so what are we doing? vaping related death in the UK. There's not been a single, you know, vaping liquid related death in New Zealand. Mm -hmm. Not a single one in Canada. Not a single one in, you know, the, the only deaths that we can point to is someone made their own backyard vape and it blew up. Yeah. You know, someone bought black market liquid and yeah. it went wrong. Someone tried to vape, uh, to vape chlorine. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, ooh. Banned vaping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, it, it, it's, not a, it's not very workable. It's not very intelligent. Uh, guys, I think we're going to leave that here. But uh, thank you so much for uh, taking the time to talk to us. And uh, to everyone, thanks for listening. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks for listening to Adapod, a podcast by the Australian Taxpayers Alliance. If you care to know more about the ATA, visit their website, www.taxpayers.org where you'll be able to see their mission statement, their projects, campaigns, objectives, and so much more. Remember, listening to the podcast is free, but creating it isn't. If you'd like to continue to see the Australian Taxpayers Alliance advocacy, please consider becoming a member or donating. You can do this on their website as well. This has been Adipod. We'll see you next time.